podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello and welcome to the Shackles Are Off podcast. I bet you'd forgotten about us, didn't you? Probably. 30th of July was the last podcast that we did. We've been a little bit lacklustre, really, um, but it's been busy. It's not been, I mean, I, I think our schedules, Chris, have been nearly as busy as if you're an England cricketer. And that is busy, isn't it? Let's be completely honest. Um, but it's good to be back. Um, we have a lot um, of podcasts to come over the coming months and it's a good job really because we've got a lot of cricket a lot of things to talk about as well I mean I don't really know where to start a lot's happened since we did the last podcast with Luke Wright um, at the back end of July but I I think actually that's all water under the bridge most recently though what we are going to talk about a little bit on this podcast Chris Millard is the Pakistan series 70-20 doesn't really tickle the fancy does it if you're a cricket fan and a cricket watcher you kind of go oh my word really that's a lot of kind of you know, games that could really mean nothing. But actually, it was a pretty good series. Yeah, I think it was one of them that everyone thought seven seven games. Like, come on, that, that's too many. If it goes if it goes one way early doors, us or them, it's just going to be a, a little bit painful to watch those six, seven series. Who knows? Who knows in cricket? It just went to that final game and it was gripping. And, and people are now calling for more um, seven series series tours and look I think it's great for the game that we're back in Pakistan playing cricket and the games were so close especially in the lead up to a World Cup I must admit as an England fan I wasn't fancying us for the World Cup um, before this Pakistan series I was thinking T20 cricket's taking a bit of a backseat for England since the ODI World Cup win and obviously the, the recent form of the test side and and they went into that with Josh Butler and, and Moeen Ali skippering and, and did a really good job of um, wetting the appetite, I think would be the correct terminology to use. And they've, they've followed it recently in, in Australia too. I think so. We're not going to be like those other boring cricket podcasts and talk about the scheduling and uh, what the ECB should do and all that. I think it, me and you are probably on the same page, as are a lot of the listeners, I think. Um, and that's probably on the players' side of things. Anyway, um, in fact, actually, I'm just looking down our podcast feed and I'm looking at Kevin Peterson from June. Mm, you might want to go have a listen to that, folks, if you've not listened to it. It's an inflammatory listen, but it's a good listen. Anything he says is properly nailing his colours to the mast. Uh, we've had some of the good guests on this year as well. Matty Fisher, etc. Saqib Mahmood we spoke to. We wish him well on his recovery. And of course, you had a long chat with Super Joss Butler as well um, in yeah. July, just, be kind, uh, just before we had our little... Uh, unenforced sabbatical um but this is like now I, I don't know about you mate but when it's this time of year i find cricket a lot more appealing to watch because obviously the football's on and then you've got these dark winter nights etc but then you can surprise yourself by waking up on a sunday morning and there's a t20 match on and the world cups on and then the test matches are on and it's actually a little bit more convenient 
And also your own cricket's finished as well, which is which is quite nice. And there's a lot of listeners to the podcast obviously play their own club cricket and stuff as well. Have, have you played club cricket this year, Chris, for, for Parkhead up in Sheffield? Have you? Have you gone have on? I have had an absolutely shocking year. Um, I had a, yeah, a lot of positivity going into it with the bat, scoring quite a lot of runs. We've gone up a division and I could not buy a run this year. It's been awful. Um, don't know why, just one of them years. Got a few towards the end of the year, though. However, last game of the season, needing to win to go up, we're away at Kexborough, which is in South Yorkshire somewhere. And um, <laughs> we go to that game. We are second in the league. We need to finish second to go up. We can't, can't catch the team at the top. This is Division Three of the South Yorkshire Premier League. And we um, we go as favourites into the game. We, we, we decide to win the toss and bat first. Good decision. Bowled out for 104. Um, call it bottleless. Call it whatever you want. It wasn't a nice tea interval. But you know what? We said, lads, let's be aggressive. Let's leave it all out on the pitch. And um, there were 20 for none. And we were like, oh, season's over. Let's get mm-hmm. to the pub. And then out of nowhere comes a world-class catch from our skipper to set the tone. And and then we, we end up bowling them out for 74 to go up. What a game. Club cricket, what a sport. Everyone loves it. It's so entertaining. And must admit, it finished off my season in a very, very nice way. Right. Okay. Why? Obviously, you didn't score any runs because your team only got 104. So, come on. I'm the top it- scored over. <laughs> <laughs> I, um, yeah, four catches at first slip. How about that? That's that's some good stuff. That is some good no, stuff. No, I'm going to have a chat to routine, teach him a thing or two. Yeah, that's very good. That you know, very good, yeah. impressive. Well, I did, I did fall asleep halfway through that story though, mate. So, uh... <laughs> oh, should we talk about your golf? Should we? No, no, no. This is a cricket podcast. So, yeah. so come on, let's move on. Let's move on. Um, we've got a really good guy actually to talk on. Uh, Pakistan because obviously we just talked about the T20 series and then the test series which is next month we've also had the squad announced today so we sent a quick message to Ben Duckett and I spoke to him as well uh, in this little podcast so you can hear a little five minute chat with Ben Duckett he's actually in the middle of a lad's holiday in Mexico it's the most Ben Duckett thing you've ever heard in your life Uh, but Nick Holt uh, from the Telegraph Um, many of you will have read his columns you'll have seen him on Twitter he's quite active in what I loathe to call cricket Twitter, but he's quite, he's quite, he's quite a solid follow actually. If you want anything, mm. you know, from the from the kind of periphery, I would the him as the, um, no nonsense. No yeah, nonsense, you know, you know what you're going to get, and it's uh, usually good quality. And and to be fair to Nick, he um, he reached out to me whilst he was in Pakistan, saying, "Look, mate, anything you need, advice wise, or." Any support I can give you, um, obviously, you guys will be preparing to come out for the tour. Then I'd, I'd like to do that. So thanks to him for that. You know, the, the cricket journalists, they look out for everyone whilst reporting on our beautiful sport as well. Yeah, it's really cool, actually, of him that. What I didn't know, and you'll hear this in the chat, was that he'd been out there the last time or before this kind of 17-year absence of cricket in Pakistan. So he's got a good little perspective of before and after. It's quite cool to pick your brains on. Chris, you're going out there, mate, actually, for that first hmm. test. And there's a Barmy Army presence. There are people on tour, etc. Um, in November. So are you looking forward to it? Be honest. Yes, I am. I am. I'm I'm intrigued by it, to be honest. It's one of them. If you if you've traveled a lot with the Barmy Army, if you've done a lot of tours with England cricket, it doesn't have to be with the Barmy Army, with whoever you travel with or whatever you do, then 
it's a massive tick box. Like we've never been able to go for as long as I've been involved with, as long as I've been old enough to travel and watch cricket, to be honest. But um, that's the same for a lot of people. I mean, I don't think any of the players have, have actually ever played in Pakistan. So it's one of them incredible stories that we thought may, may never happen again. And we're allowed to travel there. It's all safe to do so. It's as safe as it's ever been. And it's wonderful. It's um, it's exciting. It's interesting. It's one for the diehards. I, I'm not. I don't think you're going to get yeah. a lot of um, cricket tourists there. If you like, this is for the diehard cricket purists that uh, want to go and see our beautiful game played in one of the most passionate nations in the world. And I look forward to seeing who's over there when when they are there for that uh, first test and um, saying hello to some new and some old faces along the way. Yeah, definitely. I think it is. It is. You're you're definitely right. One for the purists. I've spoken to a couple of Barmy Army members in the last few weeks, at various points, and they were saying, "Yeah, just want to get it ticked off the list." And you're like, "Right, okay, just just get it ticked off." And I'm like, "Well, yeah." I mean, you know, we've had this big absence, and I think it would be a really cool place to go. I'm actually secretly quite jealous that you're off there. I genuinely am as well. I think a lot of people will be going, "No, nah, you're not." I actually am. So that'll be really cool. Um, enjoy it. Well, it's going to the, be some good cricket, right? As well, it's going to be a good, oh, great I hope, series. I hope aren't flat. I really do. That's the only danger, isn't it? It is the only danger. But I don't know. I think you'd like to think they'll get it right. Um, and if they don't, it's it's just an honest kind of mistake or error. You know, it's it's been such a long time uh, for them. But I think actually, still make pitches, mate. <laughs> We've just not been able to travel there. They haven't had an absence from making pitches. <laughs> That's true. Oh, you're, well, I, was, I was giving him a little get out clause there. You're right. I'm making, ex- <laughs> I'm making excuses for him. <laughs> oh, my word. All right. Okay. Well, we'll, we'll get into all of this stuff, not the pictures, but all the other stuff about Pakistan um, and obviously the squad selection and that T20 series and the safety, etc. We'll also hear from Ben Duckett. Chris, just before we go, though, and get into the podcast, Packages left people listening to this thinking, I want to go. Is there an opportunity for people to book onto the tour? Yeah, absolutely. We we need to talk about the relaunch of Barmy Army Travel. It's mm. um, it's been a long time coming, a long time in the works. We've not been able, we've not been allowed to launch our travel packages until the first of October due to contractual reasons. However, we are now here. We are back. We are bigger. We are better than ever. We're being supported by Sports Breaks, who are a huge sports travel company, um, who have all the expertise and knowledge that you need to, to support us along the way. But we we really do have the autonomy now to run the packages ourselves and, and to really focus in on the fans and trying to give the fans the experience that, that we would want as fans ourselves. So it's an incredibly exciting start to the journey. I think it's one of the toughest places to start in Pakistan. Um, but it, it's what it's it's what a what an amazing um, story, really. We, we've relaunched. We're back. And we're running some packages to all three tests or the first test only or the third test only. And um, it'd be lovely to see as many faces as possible. There's still some spaces left. We've, we we haven't taken loads of spaces to keep it tight to, to one bus and to keep it um, all very much controllable. Um, however, there are still spaces left and it would be brilliant to, to see some people there. And we also have um, New Zealand on sale right now, which is going to be an amazing tour in, in February. If you haven't been to New Zealand and you're a cricket fan, what are you waiting for? It's just the most stunning place ever. Um, make sure you get there this time around. And then a little 11-day trip to South Africa thrown in for the ODIs in um, late January, early February. So that's the winter tour programme for 
the Barmy Army Travel and also other Barmy Army fans that, that come on the tours. But please do, if you haven't travelled with us before, please consider us in the future. BarmyArmy.com to check out all the packages. We're bigger and better than ever. Be great to see you there. You know what? And I'm obviously completely independent from this, apart from the fact I'm, I am your mate, obviously. But when you did launch it, the dad, I spent a good sort of 15 minutes having a little look around on the website and sharing it, et cetera. And I had so many people, genuinely, I've not told you this, but people messaging me going, that looks really good, doesn't it? Yeah, doing some good stuff on there and all that. And I was like, genuinely, if you're going to travel with anyone, it's the it's the Barmy Army lot, Barmy Travel, 100%, because you guys, you've been everywhere, you know how to do it. And it's a really good kind of feel and ethos to it. So I, I will echo that. And uh, I'm not getting paid a penny for that. So there you have it. Um, but it's <laughs> genuine, genuine. It looks brilliant. So, um, yeah, it, hopefully by the end of this podcast, you'll have a few more subscribers um, to some of the trips. And if not, um, you know, in the future, you will have as well. So there you go. Because I think Nick Cole actually does a really good job of giving you a proper proper feel for it Ben Duckett not so much but then again I did mention the fact that he was probably waking up in Cancun with a bit of a sore head so anyway we'll get into it by his feet mate (laughs) probably yeah we probably did right we'll get into it um we're gonna bash out a few more podcasts over the coming weeks and months so if you want to pass the pod subscribe share and all that kind of stuff we'll get into it we're back it is the Shackles Rock podcast We've got a little chat with Ben Duckett to bring to you. And we've also got Nick Holt from The Telegraph um, joining us on the podcast for the first time. I think it's your debut, actually, Nick, on the uh, podcast. So thanks for being with us. Um, I suppose there's one place to start because it's a place that you've just come back from, Pakistan. And that was a completely unique experience. It's almost like a generation of cricket fans that have have missed um, seeing any kind of cricket live from Pakistan. So you were there. How was it? Yeah, it was um, it was a good tour. Um, it was my first time there for 22 years. I was there for the 2000 tour. So um, I was very young then, obviously. Um, and uh, it, so for me, it was like going somewhere new um, again. Um, and I, I, I had a great time. Um, the cricket was better than expected, I have to say. I did my heart did sink a bit with a seven match T twenty series. I wondered I wondered where we'd be by match five. But um but actually each game had something riding on it. Um and the hotels were great. We were very well looked after, made to feel very welcome. Uh there were no issues at all. And I go back in November for the test series without any sense of trepidation at all. The test series um will obviously get probably more eyeballs on it and a bit more coverage um, than the T20 series. Although actually having said that, there was a lot of chat, wasn't there? Because there was kind of that air of trepidation, I suppose. But um, we'll talk about the squad in a moment. But I mean, you'll hear from Ben Duckett in a moment. He was talking about the security and how kind of tight it was, really. Um, Did you feel that that was necessary or, or was it, you know, a little bit over the top? maybe just to make things absolutely certain what was interesting was that it differed from city to city so in karachi we 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 stayed in the team hotel as we did in in lahore as well um but in karachi the uh security within the hotel was a little bit more relaxed um 
there were tank traps outside and, and, and armed guards and everything on the way to the ground and, and at the ground. Um, and where, actually, where they stuck us uh, in the press box, they, they actually they didn't stick us in the press box. They put us on the roof. Um, and I was next to the guy with the sniper rifle. So, you know, they definitely took it very seriously, but it, but it, was, it was done in a quite a, nice, a subtle way, if, if, that, if that makes sense. Whereas in Lahore, it was much more heavy-handed. Um, the security guards were everywhere in the hotel, following the players everywhere. You had to go through about five layers of checks to get into the ground. And there were various different, there'd be the police, then there'd be like the army, then it'd be almost like the, the special forces guys would frisk you. And it was a bit over the top in Lahore. Um, uh, but, but, and, and, and it cost the Pakistan cricket board 5 million US dollars. Um, so in that sense, it is unsustainable. It cannot go on. Uh, the cricket board cannot afford to, to keep shelling out that kind of money uh, for cricketers. Um, and But at the moment, they feel it's necessary. Otherwise, the teams won't go. And they just could not take the risk of anything happening at all. As, as fans, Nick, uh, travelling out to Pakistan in the not-too-distant future, um, that'll be quite reassuring to a lot of them. Um, but would you say... Um, to them that they need to have any concerns over security. We're getting some inquiries about security. Is that genuinely something people should be concerned about or have the PCB and the authorities got it completely locked down? I think that you have no concerns about security while you're at the cricket. Um, you'll feel very safe there, no issues. Uh, I think like a lot of uh, tours, um, you're going to big cities and your probably biggest risk is petty crime. Uh, particularly in Karachi, uh, uh, you just be a little bit careful when you're wandering around. But um, we left the hotel freely. The players couldn't go anywhere, but but we could go out and uh, see the cities and got out to restaurants in Karachi and Lahore. Did some sightseeing in Lahore. Uh, nobody bats an eyelid, to be honest. You, uh, you you walk down the street. I didn't feel threatened or stared at or, or or anything i felt it just felt like walking around london to be honest um so i think you've got nothing to worry about in that sense but just as if you're going to it's just like going to Joburg or somewhere like that just be just be careful and just be aware that petty crime is probably your biggest threat it's really good advice from somebody who's just been there that actually chris isn't it so that's pretty good um on a more kind of positive note i suppose linked to the same kind of topic the pakistani public must be absolutely relishing the prospect of not only the teams being there but also the fans because that is almost then bringing things back to some kind of level of normality right absolutely it's very very important to the country as a whole that cricket teams from around the world tour pakistan um it, it's important for the economy and it's important politically for the government um, one thing I will go back to on the security was that we, we we spoke to the British High Commissioner and he said that to us that that, that Pakistan is as safe now as it has been since 2004. Um, and the British government have strong links with Pakistan. They know what's going on on the ground. So that should offer people some reassurance from that, from, from that point of view. Um, obviously, you will see some uh, devastation and, and, and uh, after effects of the floods. Mm. Um, uh, and that economic after effect probably will not hit until the new year in Pakistan. Uh, but you may see more of that if you do go in December. There was an uptick in dengue fever and, and those sort of diseases after the 
uh, after the the floods because of the because of the water and all that sort of stuff that led to mosquito borne diseases. So take long trousers and wear a lot of mosquito spray. Um, but your as you the point you made about the Pakistani public and the fans, they will be so welcoming, so pleased to see you. Um, that that they they will make you feel as if you're at home really um and it is a fascinating place to go it really is um, unique unique in the cricket world where do you rank it nick because you've been to some amazing places obviously watching england i mean you've been to all the nations so where do you rank it then i mean obviously it's a different experience but but you've had the extra benefit of being able to go before so it's not just like this little whirlwind tour you've been on overall from your experiences whereabouts do you put it what can you compare it to Sri Lanka, India, or is it, is it that kind of vibe or is it slightly different? Uh, I'd say, yes, it's obviously very similar vibe to being in India uh, for a cricket journalist covering an Ashes tour is probably always going to be the number one mm-hmm. football journalists will rate their, will look back on how many world cups they've covered. We'll look back on how many Ashes tours we've covered because it is the most high profile trip you go on. Um, I would then say second to that in, in terms of profile is probably going to India and then Pakistan's uh, similar. I'm not going to rank India and Pakistan. I'm not going down that road, but um, <laughs> they are, they they probably are on a, on a level really in terms of the challenge in, in, in being there and and the passion uh, and for cricket and the excitement that cricket commands. I mean, you, it's great for us as cricket fans to go to somewhere like Pakistan and see the sport that we love as being the number one thing. Yeah, no. couldn't agree with that more, Nick. And one question that is being asked again, um, you'd expect it with the Barmy Army. The local brew. You you um actually text me about it. You weren't too um favourable in suggesting it. What what are the drinking situations like over there? That's a good question. Um, the one thing straight away, it's not like going to Dubai, where there are bars and there are uh, and it's and you can get a drink fairly easily. Uh, you've got no chance of getting a drink at the ground. I would say unless you smuggle it in, but then you are. Bear in mind, you are going through about five security checks. They're not looking for alcohol, but if they find it, they won't. They probably take it off you. Um, one of the co- one of my colleagues had his vape confiscated in Lahore. Um, so uh, um, uh, you can get a drink in top end five star hotels, but you'll have to do your research. And if you walk into that hotel, it will not be obvious there is a bar there. You will have to go and find it. Um, it will not have a sign on the door. Um, the bar in the hotel in Lahore, you open it, it was like a, a, a door to the hotel room, like room 209 or whatever. You open, but you open the door and it was like the TARDIS, it was huge inside. There was a pool table and, and everything. Um, the local there is a brewery in Pakistan called Murray, um, which is based up in the north in Peshawar. So you can get Murray Lager. I'll say it's very malty if I was going to do a do tasting notes for it um and there was also a chinese lager available as well not the one you get in restaurants in the uk it was you know white can i've never seen it before um which uh one of the england backroom staff described as uh worse than supermarket own brand sort of six percent lager but he was drinking plenty of it so he obviously quite liked it um so yeah you can you will get a drink but it but it it's not easy and it's not why you go to pakistan no Absolutely. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, we're going to talk about the squad actually. Um, in just a second. But one man who is back in the squad, um, the England squad for that tour to Pakistan next month is Ben Duckett. I caught up with him a little bit earlier on. Congrats. Um, unbelievable. 
on the uh, on the little recall. Nice one. Well deserved and long overdue, in my opinion. It's got to be said. Um, how are you, mate? Are you excited for the tour? Yeah, I am. Obviously, just got back from Pakistan, so I'm just enjoying a bit of bit of time on holiday. Um, you know, it's, even after a long summer, I think quite a tough place to go and tour. You know, off the back of a long long summer in England. Um, so yeah, just obviously it's amazing news, and I'm so happy to be back in the squad. Um, but just trying to enjoy my downtime now before before I head out there again. To be fair, you must be absolutely exhausted, Ben, because like you said, you only had a great summer, so busy, non-stop. I mean, not a time to talk about the scheduling and all that kind of stuff. But then the kind of mental and physical demands of being in Pakistan. I mean, like that's that's that you have earned your holiday, mate, if you don't mind me saying you really have. <laughs> yeah, anyway, it's all inclusive as well. So I'm making the most of it, mate. <laughs> <laughs> quite right as well quite right how was it in pakistan because obviously you know from a cricketing perspective and from a professional side really demanding we know that um but it was it was really good i think people actually really enjoyed watching it because it was an exciting series how was it actually being out there was it was it a bit cool yeah I'm, i actually i played in the psl i feel like before the summer so i had a taste of it um and obviously the standard of cricket out there is so good. Um, you know, to go and to go and beat them on their their home soil um, was was such a good effort. You know, with a few young lads playing in the team and like myself, who's not who's not in the in the side, to to go and turn them over was was special. I think, you know, you probably don't realise when you're out there playing and in the little bubble, but you know how many people are watching it. First time back in 17 years. How much of a kind of historic tour that it was. Um, yeah, it was just great to be a part. I obviously, for me, playing all seven games, it was, you know, I wasn't, I was not expecting it. Um, so for me, it was just to try and enjoy myself and, and try and score some runs. And thankfully, it went well. Yeah, it did go really well as well, mate. Congrats. Um, I, I've got to ask though, because obviously we've got Barmy Army supporters and all that kind of stuff listening, and the the booking the tickets on the way um, to go for this test tour. Safe good atmosphere people well receiving like you said you've got previous experience of it but we've kind of missed the whole generation so it's almost like gone back into like this kind of mystery place to go and visit if you know what i mean because nobody's been to watch cricket there for so long so give people a bit of a flavor as to what it's like yeah i mean i i can i'll answer from from how it was for us and i i felt extremely safe and you know it's a bit different it's it's full of you know you don't go five meters without seeing a man with a gun um, following you to the toilets everywhere, you know. So I know we were expecting that, but when you've got that, yeah, we, we certainly felt safe. And, um, you know, at the end of the day, everyone out there is just cricket mad. And I think for the Barmy Army fans, they'll love it being in the stadium. I think all the fans out there will be just excited to see them than, than the players out in the middle. Um, yeah, it's obviously noisy, hot, different, but... You know, I, I went on tour to Bangladesh years ago and it was probably similar to that, kind of uh, shutting down the roads, escorting. Um, yeah, they certainly did it well and, and, yeah, there were no issues from from our side. Awesome, awesome. Any of your mates going over, family, friends and all that? I don't think anyone's making a trip over, no. Um, so I, I've got to try and... I'll try and stay on the side for another tour and maybe a few will come out to that one. Quality, good man, good man. Uh, well, it's long, it's long overdue. I've got to say, me and Chris definitely both think that, and it's well deserved, Ben. So, um, quality. Enjoy the rest of. Where are you, by the way? Are you in Mexico? Mexico, Cancun. Yeah, it's lovely. First time I've been here, but it's it's pretty cool. And no cricket badges there either to bother, is there? So, 
I haven't had anything yet, so happy days. That's good. <laughs> Excellent. Well, enjoy, mate. Enjoy the all-inclusive. Thanks for talking to us, buddy. No worries at all. Thank you, and I'll see you guys out there. Uh, so that's Ben Duckett chatting to me a little bit before we came and spoke to you, Nick. Uh, first of all, we'll talk about Ben Duckett, shall we? Because, I mean, he's had quite the year. He's been knocking on the door for a while, but it's uh, it's been a long time coming, that recall. Yeah, and he, he looked he, he looked fantastic in the T20 series in Pakistan. The way he went out and batted, his sort of aggressive way of taking on the spinners, clearly uh, chimes with, with the way he can play test cricket these days. Uh, talking to the coaches, uh, and particularly those that have known him for some time, uh, they were saying that he's changed off the field too, uh, that he's matured quite a bit. I think, to be fair, he was picked very young um, and it showed a bit off the field. Um, uh, I think he now gets it, and he says that himself, he gets what you need to play for England. Um, so, yeah, it's an exciting time for him. It's the right time to be picked for him. Yeah, another one, Liam Livingston. That got a few tongs wagging, didn't it? Yeah, and and when you look at that test squad, it's amazing that England are going to Pakistan with only one specialist spinner, and that tells you all you need to know about what needs to change, probably at the county level to 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 promote to promote more spin. Um, Will Jacks as well. I mean, he's been talked of as a second spinner. He took seventeen wickets. I noticed that. I think Surrey tweeted earlier that he'd scored X amount of runs and took 17 wickets. I didn't mention his average was 47. But, mm. um, oh. um, what was that, yeah. for the Barmy Army, mate? Oh, was it for the Barmy Army? Sorry. Uh, uh, you're just like the ECB, aren't you? You're just uh, picking on the positives. Um, but, um, but uh, yeah, but that, that that's the lack of alternatives. And they obviously don't, don't rate Parkinson anymore. Um mm. So, yeah, I mean, I, I think Liam Livingston's an exciting uh, pick. I've always thought he could have played test cricket. I don't know why he was pigeonholed for two years or so as a white ball specialist only. Or he was picked originally as a test batsman uh, yeah. in the test squad to New Zealand. Didn't play, but he was seen as a test player, but then got pigeonholed as a T20 biffer. Uh, so I'm glad to see that they've given him, given him a chance. Well, if he's going to succeed in any team, it's this one, isn't it, right? So, um... Well, it is. It is. But the one thing you have to look at now, the modern player like Livingston, is he has a lot of contracts around the world. So he's going to Pakistan instead of playing in a big bash, which would probably be worth quite a lot of cash to him. So if he goes, he'll want to play. Yeah, yeah. I think he will play. What's your um, what's your take on the first Basball tour overseas? We've obviously seen a lot of it in the UK. How do you think it's going to fare, the new tact of playing in a foreign conditions? Uh, good question. I think um, I don't think we'll see any change. Um, they will want to go over there and they want to win every game. They won't be they won't be playing for many draws. It's just the conditions are going to be so alien for England. Not not just because they're going to Asia where they traditionally struggle, because they're, none of them have played a Red Bull game in Pakistan. Even Jimmy Anderson, uh, I think the last I think he was on the 05 tour there, but he only played uh, a warm up game. He didn't play a Test match, so it's going to be completely different for all of them. Um, I don't think Pakistan will be quite as generous hosts and as welcoming to them when the Test Series is on. I think they will be absolutely desperate to beat England, especially after losing to the Aussies. Uh, and Ramiz Raja will be feeling the pressure if they have a poor World Cup as well. So um, he's the chairman of the PCB. But 
over there, the chair of the PCB is held responsible for results, probably as much as the coach. So, <laughs> uh, so it, it, it's going to be, it, it will be absolutely fascinating to watch. And that, that's a bonus because test cricket in Pakistan can be pretty slow. Yeah, yeah. Um, talking of the World Cup, just around the corner, we're obviously pretty excited for it. Time difference is one of those awkward ones, isn't it? As is the case with kind of winter, uh, winter cricket. Um, but that is that is that. Uh, so that gets underway next week. Um, England's chances. I mean, it's it's kind of a bit up in the air, really, isn't it? I mean, they looked good, obviously, in that series. You watched them in, but there's some good sides, aren't there? I mean, it's so competitive now. T Twenty cricket. It's difficult to call, Nick. Yeah, and, and it depends. There's so a large slice of luck needed at the right time. I mean, the one thing I like about England now is they got is the way Mark Woods turned into absolute match winner with a ball. Um, he 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 is going to be the key to them winning. I mean, they've got so much depth in the batting um, that you can see them putting on big scores. But have they got the bowling to defend those totals without Jofra? Uh, he's a huge huge loss for them. Um, but would. Uh, just however much cotton wool you can get hold of in Australia, buy it because, yes, we wanted to see him win England the World Cup, but we really want to see him in the Ashes next summer. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And also, um, yeah, j- just, just, I mean, but just on that, they, what, what, what else are the England T Twenty side needing because they've got everything like you say so much strength in depth in batting you know obviously they've got Mark Wood the match winning uh, you know really really fast you know when he's had this little run of being fit he's just so quick isn't he and you just wonder you just think oh no now he's got to this level is it is there something going to happen you know that's that's just the way his career's been isn't it for England um the, in the fielding department as well by the way just on a completely separate note I'm just thinking of this Ben Stokes not catch but kind of stopping of a six early have you seen that that footage we were watching the game Unbelievable, right? Oh, and that's the kind of player. Obviously, yeah, you expect Stokes to be able to pull off a bit like the World Cup catch at the Oval against uh, against uh, South Africa. I think. Absolutely. I mean, Stokes is one of these. There will be questions very soon about Stokes, and well, there are already questions about Stokes and his place in the T Twenty team. Mm-hmm. Um, ben Duckett performed really, really well in that role uh, in in uh, in Pakistan. Stokes hasn't. Well, until last week, I haven't played a T20 game for England in over a year. He is so focused on the test side as well. So focused. You do wonder whether uh, whether his mind is quite on the T20 side. I'm sure he'll be putting everything out of the, the field improves it. But um, but yeah, it won't take long before that, that, that question is asked of, of Stokes, which is incredible because he's obviously Ben Stokes. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Chris, anything else you want to pick Nick's brains on before we go and let him uh, let him crack on? Will we, will we be seeing you over there in Pakistan, Nick, with the Barmy Army? Uh, yeah, I'll be. Uh, my flight was booked yesterday, actually. Twenty uh, six, I think I'd go straight into Royal Islamabad. So, what are you going to be at every Test match? Are you? We yeah, we'll have people at every Test match. We're currently um, negotiating with the PCB regards the trumpet, but um, <laughs> we've got people there at every Test match, and hopefully Finchy can be there with them too. I would think they'll be wel- they'll welcome the trumpet. I mean, the one thing about Pakistan Test Series, there won't be massive crowds, home fans, in a way that they're, they're worth for the T20s. are absolutely jam packed for those T20s, but Test crowds can be quite can be quite small outside the weekends in Pakistan. So, um, so we need you there to make the noise. Absolutely. Yeah. See you there. N- nice. Excellent. One. 
Nick, thanks so much for talking to us. Really good to uh, to pick your brains. I'll tell you what, we'll try we'll try and sort something out when you are in Pakistan. Actually, let's try and do that. That'll be uh, that'll be good to hear from you whilst we're out there. Whilst that series is ongoing. Nice one. Thanks so much for talking to us. No worries. Cheers. Top man. Appreciate that, mate. Network.